what are you guys getting into this year? Because once again, it is in fact holiday season. Are we sticking with tradition? Is the tradition filling us up or is it kind of taking us away from what we really like? Are we stuck in obligation or are we looking to create new memories and break away from the old? Whatever it is, we're going to probably end up having to confront the big R at the end of the holiday season. Resolutions. They pop up like gophers hiding out from a torrential rainstorm year over year. And they challenge you guys simply because they exist year over year. How much fitness are you going to engage in? And a little reflection usually takes place like, ah, last year's resolution ain't go so well. I got to re-up on that. But it's all about the choices you make. We're going to break it down today on Ego Killer. I'm Johan Francis. Welcome to another episode, and you know what it is. We rip, peel, and tear away another layer of the human condition. The psyche and what makes you tick, because we're looking to figure out how in life we've got to the place we have and celebrated that, but also what's stopping us from plowing ahead, because it's often those little things that stay underneath the surface we're looking to get through all of it so peeling back that layer of human condition looking for actionable repeatable advice and tips that we can share with one another helps you guys get over the hump and that happens right here on the show thanks for joining me right here and this is what we talk about when we talk about expectations you got choices to make your choices begin they redo themselves i guess On the 31st. So you've popped your Shandon. Right? You popped your Shandon way up in the air. Somebody passed you one of those plastic flutes filled with bubbly. And you threw that down your gullet. And you said, cheers. Here's to a whole new year. Let's get it. Let's run it back. This time, I have much more on my mind. I have success on my mind. I have money on my mind. I have moving up on my mind. Because as humans, we don't look backwards in negativity. We don't want to feel worse. So we're always using that time frame as a resolution to pick up. Are resolutions for you, are they good or bad in general? Just think of the way that society treats resolutions in general out in these streets. Do you think that we're doing ourselves a big disservice or otherwise, right? Are resolutions good or bad? I want you guys to comment. So underneath the Spotify, there's a place for you guys to leave comments or polls. All right, leave it. Are resolutions good or bad? Just real simple. All right, I will look at what some of you put and then I'll talk about it more in a week's time. I'll tell you one thing I found an interesting stat running these hard numbers 8%. 8% achieve the resolutions according to the University of Scranton. What's that? The office that Michael Scott did that exercise that that Michael Scott did that peer review and found that 80% of individuals have given up on their resolutions by Valentine's Day. So we're talking about fitness resolutions. We're talking about non-fitness resolutions. We're talking about resolutions that hover around or orbit around, yo, I'm going to get more organized this year, or I'm going to buy myself a new car because I deserve it. I'm trying to quit and get out of this rat race and start embarking on that inner passion that I have. Most of those resolutions, whoop, they end up like trash on a California freeway by February. 
mid-February, right around that Valentine's Day, right? I guess you have your eyes set on buying gifts for that loved one on that made-believe holiday. So what we do is we say resolutions are our time. Now, what is it about the nature of giving resolutions? Let's break this down, all right? Let's break it down. Let's do a deep dive, all right? So before I tell you guys to get tougher and work out more, <laughs> simply what we do on the on this show, I usually end up telling you guys simply to just get tougher and to work out more, right? This is the advice that ends up working for 99% of my ideas. But let's see if we can't get a little bit deeper today. We're going to talk about the fact that these resolutions are born out of our need to hit the reset button somebody's got to justify all this work and training somebody's got to do it there was a mma fighter his name was rashad evans and rashad evans was on a tv show a reality show called the ultimate fighter back in the day but way later in his career he was fighting one of my favorite fighters rampage jackson they do a bunch of interviews you know they interview the fighters well one of the things that rashad evans kept saying as he was fighting Rampage, you wear those chains into the octagon. One thing that struck me as really kind of um, introspective, but also very relatable that Rashad Evans, who was about to, again, task himself with wanting to beat down one of the toughest men. So physical confrontation for money in one of the toughest spaces you can be in. He looks at the camera and he says, somebody's got to justify all this pain, all this training. I hate training. Someone's got to pay for this. And he's going to pay for it. This is how we feel in general, especially when we're inside the gym and we do the sprint instead of that Nipsey Hustle type marathon running in the gym. When we start thinking about our goals as being intermittent and short term, we also start seeing the reward be, being the most important feature of our work. Somebody's got to pay for all this training. Somebody's got to pay for all this working out, not even training. Someone's got to pay for all this fitness because I'm doing it. Who are you doing it for? Huh? You're doing it for yourself. You're just getting help from coaches like me. You're getting help from trainers, right? But you guys need to remember this is a long play. So when we get to the resolution, what we're really realizing is that we've set too many external goals and we didn't personalize the thing at all human nature is such that when we're working out inside the gym we need to see the fruits of our workouts i'm not working out this hard for nothing i need to be able to rip these sleeves off and be outside working in the yard where people can see me right where i go into the supermarket and i'm getting nods of approval because they know that i did work that makes me feel really really good right i need to be able to go If I'm buying new clothes, women, I need to be a couple dress sizes less. That's the steez when I go on vacation, for example, or for the next one. Someone's got to pay for all this suffering that I'm inflicting upon myself, right? This masochism that I'm doing. Somebody's got to pay for it. Resolutions are the time that we really say, oh, I'm going to make it concrete. The problem is, that's a good thing. So let me just say that that is a good, normal, natural process and behavior for humans 
we want to imprint our work, we can do that with a resolution. Year over year. Rebirth. Starting over. It all sounds so great. And it is. And it can be. It's just about the way we do it. All right, so your goals have to be personalized. You have some choices to make. All right? The choices you make have to be grounded in your personal ability and personalize that thing once and for all. all right? Think about when you received a greeting card, a Christmas card, a birthday card. Are you guys like me? Let me know in the comments. Do you save all of your Christmas cards or birthday cards? Because I know, like, if I dig deep enough, I can find birthday cards that are, like, a decade or more old, you know, from just family members or friends that I needed to hear from at that time. I keep them things. I don't know why. I feel like there's, like, a sentimentality to just this cardboard piece of paper. And somebody else wrote it. Someone else went out and put their little, like, um, screen printed some glitter in a cursive format, you know, there's some cartoon characters on there, or a stylized photorealistic set of balloons, but somebody went out their way, dug through a lot of these things, and sent them to you, and all they did was sign their name. Maybe they wrote something really, really nice, but they personalized it for you, and by personalizing it, it hits a little bit deeper than just the platitude written right there on that greeting card guess what it sticks more it imprints more in your minds my friends when that thing is personalized when those goals are personalized for you they stick harder in your meat (laughs) right up under there right up underneath the rib cage that's where they sit and settle right like a hot burp they sit there and they settle when they're external when they're based on what everybody expects that's when they become a little bit flimsy and flighty And then they turn into the worst part of a resolution. I asked you before, are they good or bad, these resolutions? We can come and say they're beautiful because it's about growth, rebirth, mental health improvement, skill development. Intentional goals can provide a roadmap for success. But when we do the thing that you guys always do, that 92% that Michael Scott found out, is what you guys be out here doing, that you guys are about to do low these next six weeks, is focus on what everybody else wants you to do, especially inside of fitness. And let's even take it a step further. Fitness made you do it. This is the fundamental foundation of all of fitness, right? And all of you're supposed to crash and burn on these resolutions. It's baked into the product unfortunately. I don't want you guys to crash and burn. I'm going to stop that. That's why we're out here talking and doing the thing right here. So we're going to go more in depth, even more in depth before I ask you guys to drink your milk, right? And eat your vegetables and sleep better at night, right? Before I tell you guys to just get tougher and work out more, I'm going to get into some of this right here on the show. We're going to talk about how external validation works for you. We're going to talk about the fact that these things are unrealistic. And I'm going to give you some tips at the end right here. Mm. 
you guys wouldn't be ego killers if you weren't trying to self-improve and take care of self and try to be better. Sometimes you got to look in the shallow, shallow history of your past. I'm talking like two weeks, right? Because before that, really nothing else matters and see what I can improve on. Examine the behavior of the last week or two and say, hey, am I trending towards my next best part of myself or not? If I'm not, you guys are looking for that self-improvement. So, yo, you don't have to wait till the end of the year. But we're out here talking about resolutions and how the ego works and prevents you from hitting them things. And like I said before, it has everything to do with the fact that you're trying to look like someone else. You're about to pick up your phone. The window is into other people's souls, right? It's that glass house. Everybody's got that glass house inside their pocket. And you're going to look at what other people are doing, how they're moving, and seeing the best of the best inside of fitness. Like, ooh, how are they wearing their freaking fitness yoga shorts? Right? Are we going dry fit and leggings today? On the gram. On TikTok. Right? We're actually looking and we're seeing the best performance, whether it's staged or not. Of somebody else doing high-level fitness. And then we want to replicate it. Replicate it. Cut and paste it for ourselves. I see someone else doing 30 dead hang pull-ups. I'm like, oh, that's my new goal. Overestimating my own abilities. The Dunbar-Kruger effect. I always tell you guys that when you come into the gym, day one, I ask you guys for 50 squats. And then... You come in here and you do like eight, right? Eight hard-fought squats and you're disappointed. I'm always wanting to remind you that it isn't the fact that you did eight instead of 50 or that it took you two and a half hours that you're still doing them right now trying to get to 50. You do one and then you take five minutes off, right? It's not the point. The point isn't that your strength isn't where it needs to be. We need to adjust how you thought you could do more than eight. It's being able to understand that your skill level isn't to the point where 50 is your goal, but that that eight is actually what you can do. You're proficient enough to do eight, and that's where we start, right? So, look. You know, when you go and do your your yoga, your Ashtanga yoga, right? And then the teacher starts. This is one of the reasons I haven't done yoga in a minute. You know, I'm sticking with reformer if I'm going to do any type of body weight and healing my body. Because sometimes you get those yoga instructors that, like, try to, like, push you into these. I'm like, listen, miss. This is what my body wants to do today. Yes, my popliteus is very tight. And my teres minor is fibrotic fine but i'm trying my best here <laughs> let me know in the comments also do you guys like or dislike when the fitness instructor comes around and pushes you into the posture that you're supposed to be in or are you supposed to get there yourself me i'm an advocate of you are what you are today as long as you're kind of trying <laughs> but you see something out there and you kind of say hey i'm gonna go do that i instead want you to just be like no 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 you're here today i asked you to bend down and you could barely touch the back of your knees good that's where we're at that can be improved on you thinking that you're supposed to look like a pretzel 
like an Auntie Annie's pretzel day one, I can't help you with that. It's not your fault. Comparison is a beast, right? Comparison is a beast. This is how we set resolutions, especially fitness resolutions that are based not only on what you can do. Because look, it's severely unsexy to be like, yo, my next greatest fitness resolution is going to be to do nine nine squats. But if you do that, guess what? You smash that goal in the first three weeks of the year. You already nailed your resolution. Michael Scott's got to put you in the 92% now. You're winning. That's how that ego works. The ego forgets. That your job is to do what you can and to stay within your ability. Not your limit, but your ability. Let me just say that you ain't know, You don't know what your limit is. Most of you guys, you don't know what your limit is. You haven't pushed yourself to the limit. When I'm out here training with you guys and I ask you to work really, really hard, that's great. You worked really, really hard. I know that when I trained my fighters... I asked them to repeatedly, and they didn't even need that much like coaxing to push themselves to the limit, right? Two women fighters, two guy fighters, they push themselves to the limit every time, just getting up out of bed. They're like, I ain't do that fast enough. Let me try again. You're an athletic-minded person. If you're a go-getter on that daily grind, you're doing them two-hour workouts, whatever, whatever, you need to find out. Most of us have not found out what our limits are. And by the way, those things reset themselves. So the ego works by keeping you thinking that you're reaching your limit, thinking that what you've done is enough. And then those resolutions come out and they're like, oh, I need to be able to do the absolute most muscle-ups tomorrow. My goal is to do one muscle-up. Wait, 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 wait. You can't do a push-up. This isn't going to work. That's what that's what the anti-ego should say. But I'm here to do that with you guys, right? That's what That's what we're here to do. I'm here to remind you that if we're not doing push-ups – that's your resolution. That's your resolution. And I'm also here to remind you that it ain't your fault. The other reason that it's not your fault. We've done a very poor job as a society of telling you that you ain't good enough today. But you will be tomorrow. Feeling pressure to adopt certain fitness goals or lifestyle to gain social approval is all bad. Feeling like you need to get approval of other people at all. Is pretty much all bad. We skip over that part that's supposed to remind us that we're supposed to be out here feeling good first. Feel good first. Then listen to other people. Maybe. Maybe if you have extra bandwidth for it. All right. So look. We've covered it. You're just basically lacking specificity. You're not making direct objective ideas about how you're going to get more organized. Are you going to buy those little cubbies from Harbor Freight that smell like chemical spray? Or are you going to go to a container store and buy the ones that you can fit like a Labradoodle inside of? How are you going to get more organized? Is this an organizational thing? Is it a mental organizational thing? Are you adopting Pomodoros? Are you going to eat the frog first when it comes to organize? These are methods of, of tackling like projects. You do the hardest one first. Pomodoros basically like um, pulsing how much work you do in 20 minutes, right? Um, how are you going to get organized, right? Are you going to buy, you're going to get some apps that alerts, ding, ding, ding. Time to be a go-getter. Stop being a punk, right? That, 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 good, good idea in practice, right, my friends? Good idea in practice. Anyway, these things are 
going to be what we look for. Providing practical ideas is what we do. So we're going to finish up right here with the moves you guys need to make. So number one was like, yo, lack of specificity. And again, we need those expectations to come in for a clear landing because somebody's got to pay for all of this pain that we're going through. Somebody's got to pay for all this training. It's too hard, right? I'm pushing myself to the limit. There's got to be a payoff at some point. How do we get past that? How do we set smarter resolutions? part about like living in California is um, that it might be really hot during the winter these days. It might be really, really hot. We were talking about it the other day. Like it's, it's warm, but then at the same time, it's warm on Monday, it's raining by Wednesday, and then it'll be hot again on the weekends. There was, I remember in 2015, it was 90 degrees. Whew, man. You got it. These are tough California, tough California winters, man. Right. We I drove up to the mountains. There's an observatory in the mountains. You got the snow. Then you take a half hour drive down the mountains and damn, you might as you can get you a mojito and enjoy that. <laughs> it is what it is right here. So let's finish up. Let's finish up making resolutions matter. Right. We talked about how it's comparison based and that's all bad how you guys need to personalize all of those choices the why needs to be answered right the why needs to be answered i went to train at this renowned kickboxing and mma gym about 35 minutes to 40 minutes away from where i live right now here in california right I went to go train right there and I got into class and there was this world renowned teacher. And this guy is actually, this teacher has actually been on uh, the Rogan show um, a few times actually with by himself and with other of his fighters and athletes and get to the, sh- get to the, get to the class. And it's basically like a bag class, right? It's a bag class. You got heavy bags, you got your gloves, got your, got your legs, got your, got your angry uh, uh, screw face, right? You're going to go do the thing. You're going to beat up the bags, right? You're going to make sure they don't hit back. <laughs> Everybody's going. There's some pretty, like, one dude's 6'4", had a buddy that was 6'3", big old dudes. Look like they're 250. Have a few women. Have a few, like, you know, like, tech workers up in there. So there's a decent mix of people right there. Uh, reflecting the demographic of this county I was in at that time right there. And I go out, and then um, I remember I bring up the Rogan show because I remember that this coach was telling us to work the bag. And then he would leave and disappear. For three minutes. Boop, boop, boop. Bell would ring. He would come back. It's a noontime class. Be like, okay, you guys work combo number two. On the bag, combo number two. Combo number two on the bag. Long enough. Long enough for that bell to come back. Then he would leave. Then he would come back. Now that we've done combo two, we're going to progress into combo number three. Combo number three is going to be the next combo that you throw. Boop, boop, boop. Then he would leave. He had this algorithm running. And I would think right away, like, is he texting Rogan right now? Like, he was on his phone for most of it. And I'm like, what is so important that he leaves in the middle of the class? Is he texting Joe Rogan trying to get on his show again, trying to get those views up? He's doing pretty well 
Um, if you're on IG and you care anything at all about um, like kickboxing and striking, you've probably seen them before. In fact, I've heard Rogan talk about them like just in passing and stuff. Anyway, it's like so he's there teaching this class and I I'm, I'm I'm looking around right and then I see the people actually start to give a damn and they're like, "What's combo number one? I think it's this." And like bad telephone happens, everyone starts to whisper the combo, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then after a while, they're just throwing anything. And he comes back, he pumps you up, and then he leaves again. Not even not even being coy about it. After class, I tongue-in-cheeked him, right? I can tell he thinks I'm just going to ask him some trite question, but I'm like, look, I'm really far away. I want to come training because I'm trying to do something. This is a while ago. I want to come and do something. I really want to boost myself, get to the next level. And he actually looks me in my face. He's actually starting to look me in my face. Gives everybody this glazed look like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks me in my face and he goes, okay. And then he goes, and then because I would actually like to know what combo number one, two, and three are. And I made him laugh when he said that. He got what I was trying to say. Like, hey, bro, you just said combos and left. Well, he goes, first off, you got to understand what your why is. That's going to determine all the other things that you need to do inside this gym or any other gym. Your why has to be there first. He was telling me to personalize what it is that I got to do. You could walk into the most pretty gym in the world. You could have the most social media influenced goal for yourself ever, 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 forever, ever. But if it means nothing to you, you ain't going to get it done. If you want to get organized, there needs to be a reason why you want to get organized. If you split your kneecap in half and you want to rehab to get your kneecap and your leg moving again, guess what, my friends? That's a very good goal. It's a smart goal. It's something that you should march toward 100%. But I have other shattering news. It's 27,000 times harder if you don't personalize it. You think it's personal enough. My kneecap is in two. should be in one. Guess what? Nope. It's not how the human psyche works. It's not how the ego busting works. You need to personalize even that goal. Why are we coming back? Why is the timeline the way it is? Do you really need to repair that knee? Guess what? Those don't... Just coming back and not having a why doesn't equal coming back and having a why. They're just not the same. Same in intensity, same in choice of exercise, choice for rest, etc. Internalize your stuff. Basically answer why. All right, and then we stop focusing on comparison and societal expectations, number one. But lastly, we need to think that our resolutions have to make us feel better. They have to make us feel better. Inside of this masochism, there's this idea that if you just do it and get to the end, that you're just going to be better. And it isn't true. <laughs> you need to feel better. Write down the things that make you feel better. All right. You're trying to find your 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 one. You're trying to find your partner, your paramour, your inamorata this year. And that's part of your resolution. So you're going to go out and do the dating thing. Right? Does the hunt thrill you? Or does finding someone thrill you? Because if it's the hunt, focus on Swiping right as much as you can. Feel good about what you do. Is it okay for you guys to be in here working out all the time? Throwing kettlebells overhead. Getting stronger and stronger. Because you want to adopt a lifestyle of health? Why? 
does it make you feel better to be healthy or do you just feel the same right my guy sergey i try to get him to work out his wife tried to get him his friends tried to get him and i swear there were times like young sergey yes but older sergey my old client that i often speak about i don't think he gave a damn if he was he could be happy on the couch watching the Niners game and slightly like 0.5% more happy like bench pressing 250 pounds. It ain't really, really matter. He was like, nah, I've made, <laughs> I've lived some life. I made my bones. I'm good right here. And I know that. Get to that place where you know that it feels good to make those resolutions. And your resolutions have to feel good. They have to also be healthy mentally. You have to be plugged in excuse me that's a sound you have to be plugged in mentally to feel better about your resolutions your resolutions have to keep you up on your mental health gains your mood your emotions need to be always in a place where they're supported um assisted um buoyed buffered basically like not crash. If you're doing stuff that makes you feel worse and your emotional well-being is threatened, those resolutions are actually like Michael Scott's going to dump all over him on point, right, On for number one, off rip, but they're wholly unsustainable. And to put a bow on this, guys, I just want to mention that it is entirely within the fitness culture for you guys to make landmark watershed goals for yourself it is highly highly unsustainable to do so all the time so if we're making new year's resolutions that are geared towards just achieving fitness because it is the first we don't want to make ephemeral burnout front runner type goals we ain't built for that life we're out here trying to get what's coming to us And in this case, let me just say in this case, it's better to go the route of the tortoise. It's better to go the route of the tortoise. Slow and unsexy wins the race. So that's what it is, my friends. You know what it is. On that first, pop that Shandon way up in the air. Worry less about how this year is going to be super impactful. Worry more about how you're going to feel good. All the rest of it's going to come along. Trust. Trust, trust, trust. And no matter where you live, go and get some sun. And if you live in California, go and get some rain the next day. Whatever it is, my friends, thank you for listening. Next time, we're going to peel back another layer and ask you to leave another great comment on the show. So until then, stay all the way up. <laughs>